You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hello and welcome to the Movie Graveyard. This is the first all-new episode of 2020. We're here to kick it off in February as a, always a tradition. We always like to do a special episode for February because love is the most important thing in life. This is the goat joined once again by Ladybird. What's going on, Ladybird? It's time for love. <laughs> That's right. One of the most popular episodes, and I think it was one of the first, if not the first, that I did with you, was when we did My Demon Lover. That was the first one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the most popular episodes from the last couple of years. So we figured we'd try to keep it going a little bit. Do another love themed uh, episode for Valentine's Day. Uh, hopefully, everybody out there is um, having a good Valentine's Day. Uh, so we're gonna be kicking it off with the movie that was popular when I was a little kid. Uh, actually, came out even before you were born. Um, called Love at First Bite, starring George Hamilton. We'll go ahead and get it started here. Uh, if you want to sync up with this, we're rolling off the Shout Factory Blu-ray. I guess maybe it's Screen Factory. I'm not sure. Shout Factory, Screen Factory, which one this is. One of those factories put this out. Um, there's there's one of each? Well, yeah. Well, like, the real company is Shout Factory. Oh. And then, like, the offshoot is Screen Factory. <laughs> That's funny. Like, when they started doing horror, which... I, I In my mind, I always thought this was a Screen Factory release. Mm. But um, now that I think about it, since it's comedy, I'm not sure. Uh, let me see. It is Screen Factory. Mm. This was a double feature with Once Bitten. <laughs> Sorry, Jim Carrey, another movie we'll probably do on another Valentine's Day show. But today, it's Love at First Bite. We're going to get rolling here. I have it paused at the two-second mark. It's when the MGM logo comes up. Uh, just the lion. He's getting ready to roar here in a second. <laughs> so I'm going to sit one, two, three, go. And um, when I say go, go ahead and uh, hit play on your remotes or whatever you guys are rolling with. Sorry, everybody ready? Remote in hand. One, two, three, go. All right. So the movie's rolling. We had a slight technical whatever. Just my receiver being weird. My Blu-ray player wants to control my receiver and vice versa. <laughs> but anyway, we are going here. And the title card, this is a, a Melvin Simon uh, production. This is a bit of trivia. I didn't know. Because I was like, is that the guy I think it is? And it was. He's one of the Simon brothers who uh, owns the Indiana Pacers. Really? Yeah. They they started in re- real estate. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. He he did some movie producing this. Porky's. Uh, another cult movie called Stuntman. Uh, but he got out of the business. He said he lost money in the business, which is surprising. Because like, a lot of his movies, or at least a good chunk of the ones I've seen he produced were hits. But mm-hmm. anyway... So yeah, here we are rolling into Love at First Bite. Starts out, um... Dracula's Castle. Dracula's Castle, that's right. And like, I remember this movie as a kid, like seeing it on cable and stuff. But I really hadn't seen it since I was a kid, you know, when we watched it the other night or last night. And I gotta say, like, 
for the fact that we really don't get Dracula movies anymore, or when we do now, it's always like a modern or different take. Yeah. I actually liked how traditional this uh, Dracula is, like the opening of the movie. Yeah, like one of the genres that I like, which I guess is a subgenre of horror, um, are is vampire stuff, whether it's movies or TV shows or whatever. And to me, the all-time greatest vampire is Dracula. So, like, I didn't know about this movie and, like, everything I was taking it in for the first time and, like... I like that they actually based it on Dracula and, like, Renfield, and, um, they made it modern at the same time, well, modern for its time, but right. I like that, yeah, like, they made him Dracula, like, he, he was still Dracula living in his castle in Romania, and he still had Renfield as his little, well, I don't know, sidekick, but... Servant, yeah. Yeah, and, like, Renfield was Renfield eating bugs and all that, and... I thought it was really cool, like, just seeing how it played out. Well, it's kind of funny because, like, when I was a kid, I think they came out either the same year or year apart, but there was this, and there was also that other Dracula movie we watched with Frank Langella. So, like, Dracula was kind of a big deal when I was a little kid. Oh, yeah. And, like, so, in my mind, it was really those three guys, Bella Lugosi, George Hamilton, Frank Langella. Like, I always thought of all three of them as Dracula. Like, mm. even as a kid, because this movie was, like, still around and popular, and then you know, as home video started, this was, like, always on the shelves and stuff, like, so, like, I really, like, like, to me, like, George Hamilton was always, like, a legit Dracula. It's funny, he's, like, drinking the blood, and I'm watching him drink it, and I'm, like, more grossed out that he's drinking blood, period, but he's grossed out because it's the wrong temperature. Yeah, it's wrong <laughs> and temperature. And I'm just like, ugh, you're drinking blood. <laughs> yeah, he likes the body temperature. I'm guessing that was probably too cold. <laughs> It's funny, though, because it's, like, I kept seeing George Hamilton's face, and, like, what I know of George Hamilton is, like, older George Hamilton when he's, like, orange face, right? Like, yeah. Like, that's how he's, like, always made himself later on. I mean, he, yeah, he was always, he was even like that, then, like, he's, ever since he got famous, whatever. Like, he wasn't like that in this, so, like, I don't know, like, I kept going back and forth between seeing George Hamilton and just seeing, like, a new actor, <laughs> you know, yeah. kind of, like, an actual, I guess... Dracula, really, like, it's funny. Well, what's really crazy, too, is, like, in my mind, like, George Hamilton always kind of looked the same until, like, let's say probably, like, the 90s, really, and all of a sudden, you know, he started getting older. He aged really well, but, yeah. but I, when, like, when we watched this, I was like, holy shit, he's so young in this. Yeah, like, I think that's why he looks so different to me, because I've never seen him this young. <laughs> like, you say, yeah, I mean, not that he ever really put on weight, but still, it's just, like, he has that youthful, like, thinness, and... Look at his hair, man. You think that's a wig? No, his hair is real. I think maybe just they gave him a little bit of a like a widow's peak, but the way his hair is styled, that's it's how awesome. Like yeah. he's got a full head of hair. Yeah, that's how, <laughs> how his hair always was back then. Yeah. And, like that's the thing is like he really like is perfect. And like I was reading some trivia about this movie, and the the whole way this movie came around was he was at the pool with one of his friends. I think it was a screenwriter. And, like, just for fun, he was doing, uh, like, the Bela Lugosi impersonation, you know, <laughs> yeah. of Dracula. And then, like, him and his friend were talking, like, wouldn't it be, like, funny if, like, you know, there was a movie or a story where, like, Dracula came to, like, New York, modern day. <laughs> like, just, you know, just the whole thing about a fish out of water story. Yeah. Which is what this movie totally is, comedy-wise. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I mean, 
the thing I like about it, like you were saying, though, is, like, as much of a comedy as it is, like, this whole beginning is, like, setting up what his life is. Like, yeah, he's in the castle, and it's just, like, traditional Dracula at this point in the story. But it's, like, clearly, like, the modern day, like, you, you can tell, like, he's already, like, out of touch or whatever. Yeah, and, like, like, I get that it, I don't know, like, I don't really get that it's, like, that much of a comedy. Like, it yeah. still just seems like a, like... I mean, it's not that gothic, but, it, like, it still just seems like a traditional Dracula movie until, like, you know, there's one or two lines here or there where you're like, oh, it's supposed to be funny, you know? Right, right. But, like, I don't know. I don't really get it that much. Like, I don't get that impression that much that it's supposed to be, like, silly, you know? Well, I think that's a funny thing, too, is, like... Like, this part here is probably, like, you know... Like, even then, no, it's just him reading modern stuff, and yeah. he's like, what? <laughs> it's just obviously that he can't relate to it. Like, yeah. there's a lot of stuff about modern society that grosses, you know, Dracula out and stuff. But, I mean, th these sets, the castle set is so freaking awesome. I was gonna tell you, this uh, set here reminded me a lot of... That was some... I wanna say it was, like, that TV show that you watch with the monsters or whatever. That was one episode or movie or something we were watching where there was like a scene exactly that looked like this set and it was a vampire and they were in like some kind of tomb or something of some sort like this what's that show you watch with the monsters you have the dvd box set of no oh, just monsters oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, didn't we watch a vampire episode yeah but that was at a bar the or unless there was another one but i know we watched that one where the ladies like at the bar like Paint, playing pool or whatever. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, this was... It has to be something else then, but I it feels like I've seen this set before. It's weird. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's I think it's modeled as much as it can be on the Bella Lugosi one, especially the crypt room. This part made me so sad. Yeah, <laughs> so... Like kicking him out of his house. So the remaining government comes, and they're taking over Dracula's castle, and it's, like, not a secret. Like, they totally know who yeah dracula is and what he does like everybody hates him because he's killed so many people yeah. like whatever and um but they're yeah they're kicking him out of his castle and they're making it a a center for um but look he's so sad don't be here where am i to go yeah romanian <laughs> gymnast yeah it's so sad. <laughs> and they give her give him a choice they'll either supply him with an efficiency apartment or he can just hit the road <laughs> Yeah. Ew. Fish is the partner that he has to share with seven dissidents yeah. in one toilet, which, yeah. It's so sad. Look at his face. Yeah, it's like bureaucrats are uh, forcing uh, Dracula out of his home. What's funny, too, is that he could easily just, like, kill him. Kill him, and yeah. He doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, it's sad. Well, it's kind of interesting, too, that there's, like, this uneasy alliance between, like, Romania, whatever government, whatever, and like <laughs> what's a toilet? <laughs> Dracula, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Here they're they're getting ready to leave. Finally evacuate the castle, and all the townspeople are outside, literally with pitchforks and um, <laughs> pay their respects. <laughs> yeah, pitchforks and torches are throwing <laughs> bricks and shit, rocks through the windows. And we gotta talk about the guy at Renfield, the guy who plays Renfield. He's really classic. He's he's yeah. got like a hilarious laugh where he's like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's really funny. <laughs> but it's just weird because it's like it, I like it's so crazy because it's like this movie is like such a strange concept and everything. And, um, but it's, like, done so well. Like, the, there's so much smoke and atmosphere and everything, like... Okay, I totally didn't get this violin player. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it, is it just supposed to be, like, cheesy creating an ambiance music? Yeah. <laughs> it's like old horror movie music. This guy's just playing the violin in front of Dracula as he walks like, out. why is he there? I think he looks so cool in this part. Yeah. <laughs> the face that he makes and how he puts his eyebrows up, like, it looks just like you would imagine a Dracula would look. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's like a legit Dracula. I mean, that's the thing that's so shocking. And it's oh, just even like, he ran field scared. Yeah. Because everything about this is like so classic uh, Universal Monsters. This part's funny. <laughs> yeah. Or the guy complains to Dracula that, you know, he bit his mother. He says, no, I bit your mother and your grandmother. <laughs> then it's just, it's just like that drives everybody like super pissed. This is crazy, too. I didn't really get this, like, where Dracula shoots, uh, like, mist out of his mouth. It yeah. scares all the people back. Yeah. And then the wolves are howling. Yeah. Yeah, like, anything that I watch with, like, Dracula or vampires, I'm always going to sympathize with the vampires because I just love, yeah. I just love that, you know, concept, but that would be me. I'd be that girl. <laughs> You're not afraid? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Although I probably would be, but <laughs> it just... I don't know, I just, there's just some, there's like, it's like mystery is gone now from like the arts to where it's like, you're not really captivated by anything anymore, so it's so cool to see something like this where there's like, character and, you know. Yeah. That's why I just like, when we watched this, I was like so surprised. I like how he wasn't phased at all by getting hit. <laughs> yeah, old lady hits him with like a giant, like, I don't know what it was, a piece of wood. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he totally rags on them, saying, <laughs> you know. It's going to be Bucharest on a Monday night. <laughs> yeah. Whatever that means. Your country's going to be boring as hell without Dracula around. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> So he's on his way. I thought that was a cool shot, too, with the airplane going across the moon. Yeah. I was wondering if those are... Like, I don't know how realistic <laughs> this is, but it's funny that they're, like... I've seen this before, though, where people are watching a movie on a plane and it looked like that. It's like a projector, yeah. And, like, they got the headphones on or whatever, but... Everybody's all grossed out and Redfield loves it. <laughs> those, those old headphones that look like stethoscopes are so weird back then. I know. You just get a bit of humor with Renfield <laughs> getting offered all this food in first class, but he wants to eat, like, a mouse and shit. <laughs> he wants live animals. Mm-hmm. And this lady has, like, a cat and a carrier, like, almost in a toolbox with mesh, wire mesh. Just got him totally resting on, like, the armrest of the seats. <laughs> the cross-eyed cat. <laughs> yeah, it's so cross-eyed. But, like... Who asks for a mouse for their animal I know. on the plane? <laughs> I mean, I guess it was meant to be a corny joke, but yeah. Hotsy totsy, boo boo ba <laughs> I like how Dracula, too, like, his coffin's big enough he can, like, lay sideways in it and just lounge. And he has a lamp in there. <laughs> yeah, because, like, even when they are in Romania, like, when he got in the coffin, that lamp was there, but I was like, what is that? Like, it wasn't turned on, so I didn't couldn't tell what it was. But yeah, he actually has a reading lamp for, <laughs> I guess, the past the hours for, you know, the, when the daylight's out. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, too, like, when you see the coffin here, it's, like, totally not actually tall enough for him to lay in like that. Like, lay sideways in. Well, neither was, uh, 
when it, that one shot when he was getting into it with the magazine, it didn't really look like it was long enough. For really? Him. Yeah. And then you could they cut to a shot where like you could just see the upper half of it, half of his body laying into it, so mm. it kind of seemed like maybe it wasn't really he wasn't really getting into that one. <laughs> it's interesting that they just wouldn't have like a regular size coffin. Or yeah. But I guess they were going for the classic like pine box looking coffin. Yeah. Here's where like the first like bit of like weird comedy comes, like. Dracula's coffin gets mixed up with um, somebody a, else. Yeah, somebody else. A guy who was uh, supposed to go to a Harlem, um, uh, what do you call it, mortuary or whatever, to have a funeral. And what's funny is like when Renfield takes that guy's body, and other people take Dracula, like, like they never say what Renfield ever did with the body. I know. <laughs> I know, it's kind of like, uh... Like, when he finally, like, you know... But all those out. people got so freaked out. Yeah. When they see later that it's like, who cares? Yeah, I know. <laughs> they just ran out. And then, like, he's not in this scene, but, yeah, coming up in a few minutes, you get a cameo by Sherman Helmsley. Who told you to drink the water. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever he went. Yeah. But it does seem strange that, like, they would put, like, these people in, like, exact same boxes. Like. I know. I think it's just the, like, outer box looked the same. Because the guy's coffin looks way different than Dracula's coffin. But that's what I mean. Like, how do you know? Like, how do they not yeah. confuse it? I mean, the only difference was uh, Dracula said Transylvania on it. But yeah. It's like, it was so, like, subtle of a difference. It's always funny, too. I mean, like, what airports are, were like in movies when I was a kid compared to what they're really like. Like, they always make it seem like there's always a million people at the airport. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, sometimes there is, but... This scene made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Because he's all having the time of his life, and they got this giant thing sticking out of the car. Yeah, sticking out of a VW <laughs> bug. Trying to put a coffin. Funny. This is a cool shot going into New York City. There we go, Sherman yeah. Helmsley. <laughs> Give me a start sermon. He looks really young and thin. And he was stuff. a swinger. <laughs> yeah. He loved his booze. He's just like telling all this bad stuff about this guy. He loved his women. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, and my wife too. Somebody screams. <laughs> he gave me his car. Oh, and everybody's all distraught. Yeah. <laughs> He left it to me. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, no. I like the little boys sitting at the front of the funeral. Like, they're just like... I know, they're like, funny. They don't, like, know what to do. They kind of look like the kid from uh, Everybody Hates Chris. <laughs> when you was gone, you was gone. <laughs> and then that's when... Ain't no way, nobody's gonna bring you back here once you was dead. <laughs> And then, and then of course Dracula <laughs> comes out of the coffin and like this isn't a very big room and there's a lot of people in here and the way they they scatter <laughs> knock shit over like this is great jumping through and then he just keeps asking them for his room <laughs> yeah he thinks he's at the hotel Sherman <laughs> oh Helmsley God. the priest just jumps out the window so crazy I think he's so cute like he has kind of like an innocent like face like yeah. how he said i have a reservation the way his face was 
It's funny, too, because, like, this time period when he was, like, really younger, I guess, he reminds me a lot of Anthony Perkins in Psycho. Mm-hmm. Here you get some more um, Harlem humor, I guess. <laughs> Whereas, like, some young... They're not, I don't even think they're really organized gang. They're just hoodlum guys hanging out, you know, like, these young black guys making fun of this old white guy dressed like Count Dracula. Call him a honky. <laughs> of course, they're going to start some shit here with Dracula, and he's going to fuck him up. Why do they keep asking me some Roots? Like, they keep bringing Yeah, there's, the like, the, the <laughs> miniseries Roots gets mentioned a lot in, in this movie. Yeah. And I think it was, like, literally, I think this movie had to come out, like, a year after Roots or something. It just, mm-hmm. it was such a big cultural phenomenon. It was yeah. just something that had to be brought up. Dang, that dude gets his head. I know. He's some pretty good stunts. This was so weird how Dracula makes the... the <laughs> he uh, got it to twist and then turn into jelly. Yeah, like the switch... is a switchblade and he makes it totally... <laughs> that guy gets off the easiest. He just runs away. Yeah. And I thought this little guy was funny. He looks so familiar. I know. Like, there's something about his face that I feel like I've seen somebody that looks like him. Get some oh great... Oh Sped up slow... Mo- sped up reverse motion. <laughs> And then he takes the TV. <laughs> yeah, then he steals the TV. After he gets thrown in the store window by Dracula. Yeah, and then blames Dracula that he's the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. I thought this one was funny. Yeah, when Renfield, uh... He it's can't... a horror movie for him. <laughs> yeah. He's so distraught watching a Raid bug commercial. <laughs> it's so funny because I remember this commercial. Raid! Like, yeah. the way they always say it. So... He was so terrorized. <laughs> it was really funny, like, when you think about it back in the day, how, like, like products could have, like, the same... Like, even if they made, like, different commercials throughout the years, they always had, like, the same advertising strategy for years and years. Like, yeah. same slogan, same yeah. type of commercial, everything like that. I know. Yeah, Rinfield, he never caught on that there was a, <laughs> a different dead body in the coffin other than Dracula. <laughs> He just says he's going to get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, if you notice, too, like, in the Romanian parts, or at least at least the very first scene, Dracula, he had, like, the med- the old-school medallion. Yeah, I did see But that. once he comes to America, he switches to a white bow tie <laughs> around his neck. He's in his best clothes. Yeah. And, like, because he always, like, looking at fashion magazines, there's a particular model that he's, like super hot in love with that yeah, reminded that's him the whole reason why he went to new york yeah i didn't even mention that <laughs> yeah so he went to new york because he wants to meet this fashion model oh yeah yeah this lady. yeah there's a shot of rimfield walking down the street <laughs> with this tall blonde and she has like a whole like weird get up on but her shirt is just like <laughs> like a it's pretty some type of top it's out of control it's like a tank top no bra Big breasts, very visible nipples. You can see everything. It was like they put that shot in the movie just to show off that lady's uh, breasts. <laughs> swear. <laughs> Sorry, I had to kill him off. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Renfield goes to try to arrange the um, the meeting with the model. He needs to find out where she lives. And I thought this was like a little bizarre scene where he's meeting the modeling agent. And, like, basically just the whole gag is, like, this lady's like, I'm not going to give you any information. <laughs> and then, um... 
It's funny that, like, everybody knows him, too. Like, even in yeah. America, like, they all know who Dracula is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I guess I guess you gotta assume that, like, you know, either it's it was always a big news story that Dracula existed, or maybe the legend, and they made movies out of it, but he's the real Dracula. Like, I'm not sure exactly. It was funny when Renfield, it's pretty hardcore, he brings a cobra in a lunch pail. <laughs> but uh, then it seems like he has other stuff in there because he tells Dracula later on that he had other stuff. Yeah. But it's funny the way she reacts. <laughs> yeah, she jumps. I would be scared as shit too if I saw a cobra. <laughs> I don't know what it is because you don't really like hear about them or see them in movies anymore. But when I was a kid, cobras were a big deal in movies. You mm-hmm. always saw cobras. It was the deadliest snakes, it seemed like. <laughs> so funny. By lunch, we'll eat you. <laughs> yeah, she's totally freaked out. This lady has, like, a unique look, too. Yeah. Just seeing a cobra on a desk is so scary. Yeah, like, they just show her reaction for such a long time, and they barely showed it. Yeah. They couldn't get uh, the cobra to do that much acting, probably. He's so cool-looking, man. So yeah. Cool. <laughs> Here he shows up at a modeling shoot where um, the model he's in love with, played by Susan St. James, it's like a weird thing where she's like in front of like a Bentley or maybe a Rolls Royce, I guess, mm-hmm. with the holding these giant dogs on leashes. And there's like so many extras gathered around and like all they're doing is taking still photos. Yeah, it's but, funny that there's a crowd there. Yeah, everybody's so amazed. <laughs> And again, like, movie crowds, they're, they, they're never going to be sparse. They always got to be, like, tons of people. So it's like, you know, like, literally 100 people are gathered to watch this lady get pictures taken over. She's getting all made up for her shoot. Yeah. He's in love. Well, he was already in love. <laughs> he likes what he, uh, he likes what he sees here. Mm-hmm. This movie, like, has a lot of little, you know, it's made up of a lot of little tiny scenes like this, and there's always, like, little gags being set up. Like, one of the police officer pushing Dracula back. Hmm. And, like, I didn't really get what was happening at very first. I didn't either. Like, when you see, because you just see, like, a light on Dracula's face, yeah. and all of a sudden you see a dog, and, like, yeah. I thought for a second that the dog was a police dog because he pisses on this, like, cop's leg. It wasn't until, like, he ran away that I realized that Dracula... But that has to beg the question, though, that he transformed. He's not, like, in the back of the crowd. He's at the front of the crowd. <laughs> so Dracula transformed from his Dracula form into a, a dog, like, in front of everybody. Shh, don't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was confused because I thought, I originally thought the way they were showing him, like, his close-up on his face. Mm. Like, I thought he was communicating with a dog. Yeah. And so he was, like, calling the dog to this, you know, the set or whatever. I didn't realize that that was supposed to be him. Yeah. Till like, way later. And, and like, as a dog, Dracula goes up to Susan St. James, like, the photo shoot, the other dogs in the photo shoot get scared and run away or whatever. (laughs) But, like, goes up and they clearly put something in, in, like, in the ankle part of her shoe because the dog was just, like, eating, licking that. Oh, I know. Like, 
after this part, he make I think he makes a comment to Renfield saying I had to buy a dog, dog license. license. Yeah, That's what I was like, a... oh, I was like, that was yeah. supposed to be him. <laughs> well, like I kind of got on this part because the cop puts him in an ASPCA van and I was kind of like. I still didn't get that that was supposed to be him. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. <laughs> it was a weird bit of uh, storytelling, whatever. Like, it just, I don't know. Not to say it didn't go anywhere, but it just was weird. Here you see him in his, in his uh, Dracula underwear. <laughs> you realize how thin he really is. And I was impressed, like, it looks like they put the white makeup all up and down his arms. When I noticed that when I was watching it. Oh, yeah. To make him look more pale. Yeah. Like, his pale makeup, I'm sure it's just basic powder or whatever, but, like, they did a good job of, like... <laughs> He looks like Dracula, but he doesn't have, like, white paint on, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's going to the roof so he can transform into a bat. <laughs> He's gonna go get some grub. I miss rooftop uh, sets in movies. Like, that looks so much cooler than even being on a real rooftop, to be honest with you. <laughs> Yeah, he just kind of spreads his wings and jumps off the the top of the building like <laughs> Batman. And this next thing, made me laugh because it was like yeah. you can see the string so obviously. Yeah, so he transforms into the bat, and like this is like what I remember the most of this movie when I was a kid was all the bat parts. Hmm. So he, like he basically flies around, like bugging people, right? or he's he's actually looking for somebody to bite, but everybody kind of shoots him away. This this lady and her um. There's a lot of, uh, I don't know if it was like because of just the time period or the writer or what, but there's a lot of, uh, I say, um, nubbish uh, Jewish characters in this movie. <laughs> this guy's kind of mm-hmm. like a Woody Allen type. I noticed that there's very, a lot of Jewish yeah. culture in this. Because <laughs> even when they meet the psychiatrist, they make a big deal out of, you know. It's my first wife. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he even calls her a yenta. Yeah, he calls her a yenta. Like, oh, now he wants a piece. Yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite. Like, I guess they're supposed to be like a Hispanic family. Yeah. And there's like like five people all jammed like in this tiny kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> a black chicken. <laughs> they think the bat is a chicken flying around. They're trying to catch them because they're all hungry. Boil, Boil the water. The water. <laughs> oh my gosh. Come back, black chicken. Leave us an egg or something. <laughs> and finally, he finds somebody to bite, but it turns out to be a wino. <laughs> I miss, like, funny winos in movies, too. Like, they were always a staple of comedy back then. <laughs> it's funny, too, like, how the, the bat's on a wire, like, how, how fast they have to flap the wings. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I wonder how they did that. I don't, I don't like. I mean, the yeah. I don't get how the wings flew unless like there was a motor inside and they just flapped nonstop. Here we see Dracula. He's <laughs> he's dead drunk. He's all drunk. <laughs> yeah, because he drank the wino's blood. <laughs> I always like that in uh, like vampire stuff. Like the vampires 
get like the effects of like the person if they're like on drugs or if they're drinking. I mean, it actually kind of makes sense if you yeah. think about it because it's in al- the blood. Yeah, alcohol goes in the bloodstream. So yeah. yeah. It's just funny because like you'd think like a vampire is you know invincible against anything, but then yeah. you see them get vulnerable when they <laughs> drink in bad blood. Yeah. I'm not I'm even a, a bat. Chicken. I'm a black chicken. <laughs> I'm a yento with skinny legs. He's so sad. He doesn't belong in the city. Yeah. <laughs> I know how he feels. <laughs> I think if I was Dracula, I would just transform into the bat when I slept. Because then, like, your coffin would seem so much bigger. <laughs> He's lonely. Yeah, 700 lonely years. Yeah, but the the model, the reason he's in love with her is she's kind of like a spitting image or a reincarnated version of women he have loved before, like Mina Harker. He mentions and talks about just her. Yeah, I like that too. How they still like incorporated her into the story. It's kind of funny because like. As the movie goes along and the plot develops, like, you realize how, like, kind of actually how faithful of, um, adaptation it is of, like, Dracula or whatever. (laughs) He was regal on the rocks. Yeah, because, like, even later on, um, the Von Helsing guy mentions to her how, like, he knows her or whatever. Yeah. He just wants to eat a Malamar. Yep. <laughs> Dracula said. He wants potato chips. <laughs> he wants to be normal. Another little bug. His gloves are kind of funny. Like, they're so thick and puffy for Dracula gloves. They look like leather gloves. Yeah. They're just white, so they look funny. Yeah. Talks about how he got it with the lunch <laughs> pail. My lunch pail. Yeah, hey, it's another snake, which it was. It's a scorpion. What could be better than a scorpion? Six black widow spiders, twelve fat earthworms, two hairy caterpillars on rye bread, a <laughs> slice of onion, triple decker. Meanwhile, Dracula has to go throw up because he's hungover and drunk. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like how you. Unlike movies now, we don't have to actually see him throwing up. No, yeah. You don't have to see the, the vomit come out. That's all. And whenever there's a scene like that now, they just want you to see everything. So here we could Dracula coming into actually a discotheque. Which, the way the guy was so weird at the door and stuff, I thought it was going to be like a scene where he went into a gay bar or something. Because <laughs> like at the little doorway, it's pretty much all guys right there. But no, it turns out it's just like a, you know, a fancy discotheque. Tech. I don't think it was Studio 54 or anything famous, just... But what's funny is that, like, they have the little trap door, and he just said, I'm looking for somebody, and, like, it was like, there was no password or anything no. he was supposed to give, like, he just let him in. <laughs> yeah. It was like, what is the pat the trap door for? <laughs> There's the people painted in uh, silver shit, naked lady, she, and, like... Dracula's taking in the decadence of a, the disco era. 
He sees, he senses her. Yeah. And there's some. There's actually a couple of good disco tracks in this movie. I actually kind of like them. The one that plays on the menu of the, uh, the uh, Blu-ray. It's so funny how there's a phone there and she's just like talking on it when this music is playing all loud. Yeah, she's like a supermodel, but uh, she just like it's almost like this booth at this disco is like her office or something. They have a phone there for her. <laughs> I like from the beginning, like they show how much of a mess she is, like just constantly drinking popping champagne, pills. popping pills and shit. I like when he does his Jedi mind trick. Yeah, Dragula's got some great Jedi powers. He makes a phone just hang up. <laughs> I think, like, I like these parts where he's just, like, totally that captivating Dracula that everybody, nobody yeah. can resist. Like, they didn't, like, you know, they didn't try to go for too much comedy and make him bumbling or anything. Like, he is, like, the romantic Dracula or whatever. Yeah. But look at his face, like, how he's, his eyes, he's so, like, enamored with her. Yeah. He's, like, so totally serious about how he feels. And she's just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's kind of funny because like Susan St. James, like she always played like the mom and shit on uh, TV shows and movies when I was a kid. It was so weird to see her like all glammed up as a supermodel. Mm-hmm. And as like the movie goes uh, goes along, you find out how like really not glamorous she is and how much of a mess she is and all that. Yeah, now that I'm looking at her hair, I'm like, how did they do that? Like, yeah, she doesn't look like it. Looks like her hair. I think it is in the front. I just think all the long parts aren't. Somehow, I she, can't tell like how it's connected. It's yeah, she. I think it has something to do with this hair clips. Yeah. It's where the weave comes in, but yeah. it's good. Yeah. And like, I can't put on my finger on who, she, like, what modern actress she reminds me of, but she reminds me of somebody. You now you enjoy having your ankles. Like... <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, like right away. She's, like, ready to bang. <laughs> yeah. Like, she was so, like, she didn't know who he was at first, and then she's just like, okay, let's go. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, at first she wasn't, like, I guess that's just his magic working or whatever. He said, no, we need to dance first. Yeah. The customs of the old ways, he's got to woo her first. Oh, Dracula. I still really like her hair. It look, I mean, she looks awesome in this movie. It's so full of life and body. I mean, this movie is definitely the best I've ever seen her look. And I've never seen her, as I don't think, as a blonde before. She looks good as a blonde. Mm-hmm. I love the nightlife. I got the buggy. This is, this is, I mean, I think that was part of it, too. Like, George Hamilton, even though he did a lot of comedies and stuff. He was always, like, the dashing guy. Like, to the point that, like, it was, like, over the top. And they always make fun of him. You see a chunk of her fake hair came off. It was in their hands. <laughs> I he's, thought so. Yeah. He's throwing around. But, I mean, he really does excel as that, like, you know, hunky, romantic guy. Yeah. They had some classical training here. You can tell. Yeah. They're doing some good, like, ballroom dancing. 
They have the good form and everything. I'm starting to go into some old school <laughs> Gene Kelly type stuff here. <laughs> but it's like, I like this movie because it's like, it's not like that like over the top, like Leslie Nielsen kind of spoof movie. Yeah. It's just a comedic Dracula movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now she's in love. Yeah. And, like, this movie was a hit and everything. And, like, it's just interesting compared to, like, the way movies get made now. That, like, totally... <laughs> uh, yeah, this is where he finds out she's a total slob. There's just, like, shit thrown everywhere. Well, it's funny that she, where she's like, do you want anything? He's like, a broom, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Places are nasty. But it's just interesting how movies could get made back then with just, like, an actor having an idea... And, like, it worked because the movie made money and stuff. Hmm. I wonder if he realizes that who that guy is. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was... I, like, I took it more that, like, uh, he was just looking at the picture that, you know, she had a guy's picture. Like, mm-hmm. she must have a boyfriend or whatever. I like how he's just calling Renfield. He's like, tell me when the sun's about to sun. Surprise yeah. or whatever. Like a wake up call. Call me. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting too, like, he always keeps up with what time. Yeah, he's always worried about being caught. The sunrise. Oh, it's just something that was like totally just on top of her head. Yeah, so this is where you find out like her hair is like not like not long and flowing. It's just sh- kind of short. More chopped. pills. Yeah. Is that pop- mouthwash? Yeah, it looks oh like God. mouthwash. She totally drank it with that. Yeah. She comes out and now she like totally doesn't even look like the same person. <laughs> she just looks like some soccer mom now. She looks like 20 years older. When she has the short hair, she reminds me of that blonde lady from um, Modern Family. And she finds her kitten. The kitten was in the refrigerator. <laughs> Could a cat survive that being in a refrigerator all day? I don't know. But it's she crazy. said a couple of days. Yeah. Like, it was in there forever. And she's a pothead. Yeah. Pills, pot. Let's go pour some champagne. She has the world's largest lighter. Yeah. <laughs> And she pours champagne even worse than I do on New Year's <laughs> Eve. Like, she just pours it all in all hard and shit's foaming up all over and just, like... She barely put anything in there. Yeah, the one glass hardly gets in. just drinking it all. I don't know how people can drink it like that. That stuff's harsh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if you've already been drinking and you're trying to just get fucked up, you won't care. But the way she was just, like... Yeah. It's funny where he's like, hi. <laughs> yeah. Some Maui Wowie. Hmm. Says, I do not drink wine and I do not smoke shit. <laughs> <laughs> she just threw it. I know. Probably your balcony would catch on fire. <laughs> and then she wants to like give him all these drugs. I know. That's weird to think that there's, like, a time where, like, 
it's seemingly like everybody casually like used all these drugs. Like no wonder everybody was dying so early back then. Or dying of heart attacks in their thirties and forties. But again, like he, he delivers the romance here, man, and carries her over the threshold. <laughs> and she kinda has like a motel type bed with that weird like circular bed. It's like round. Yeah. Like the 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 bedroom area is like the only place of the house that isn't like all nasty, dirty. That's true. I didn't notice that. Yeah, I think they didn't want to ruin the romantic mood. <laughs> yeah, she tells him she's not on the pill. Guess she's using the rhythm method. <laughs> So sloppy, it's got, her life is such a mess. But, like, I kind of, I don't know, like, I kind of find that refreshing or whatever. That you could have characters, especially female characters, that are so flawed and, like, I wouldn't go as far to say that she's, like, really unlikable. But, like, it's not that thing, like, now where they introduce you to, like, the love interest and they try to, like, force it down your throat how perfect they are and all that. Yeah, I generally don't. I tend to d- not like the female characters in movies, but... Yeah. I think at first I was kind of turned off by her just because, like, she was so nasty and, like... <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like... But it's really only that, like, introduction part where she's that bad, though. Yeah, but even on this part, like, you can obviously tell she's a little... She's got some issues because she's sleeping with her therapist and... Yeah. He won't commit to her and... She seems, like, neurotic. She's always smoking. Like, <laughs> I yeah. don't know, like... But... I don't know. Yeah, Richard Benjamin plays the, uh... The psychiatrist. I think his name was Rosenberg. But as we find out, uh... He's really a descendant of Van Helsing. But, um... Yeah, it's so weird, because, like, I remember a time when, like... Almost every female character smoked in movies. Like, I think even though this movie came out, like, 1979, I think it's still that, like, leftover, you know, silver screen glamorization of smoking, especially with women, you know? Yeah. I think this part is when she mentions... Like the Dracula thing, and he tell he reveals like all this stuff all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, he like figures it out really quick. Yeah. <laughs> They've so, apparently been sleeping together for nine years. <laughs> yeah. I guess like shit's not really going anywhere, or like he doesn't want it to. There she shows him the bikes. Yeah, the dynamite hickey. And that's where he catches on that it's actually a Dracula bite. <laughs> it's so funny how tiny they are. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, what teeth could be in George Hamilton's <laughs> mouth that would be that, like, shortly spaced apart? His fangs. Yeah. But, like, he have to have, like... A mouth the size of a cat for his fangs to be that <laughs> tiny. So you met him a long time ago. Yeah. You were a little girl. So yeah, I guess he totally did uh, get the um, the reincarnation bit. 
Like, I guess, I guess, like, even though Dracula himself stays the same, these other characters, you know, the descendants of the Van Helsing, the, the, either the descendants or reincarnation of Mina Harker, it, it always comes back, you know, into, into the Dracula's life. And then I like, too, that I've never heard, like, this part of the folklore about getting bit three times and then you get changed. Or... Yeah. That that was new to me. And what's so funny is they totally must have ripped it off for once bitten, but yeah, that's it, too. The lady vampire has to bite Jim Carrey three times. Oh, throughout, really? Yeah, throughout the movie, and he, he'll become a vampire on the third time. Hmm. Yeah, usually it's just... Well, I mean, generally, it would just be like, oh, if he, if any vampire bit somebody, they would turn into a vampire, but then it also got introduced that the vampire had to bite them, and then they had to, like, drink the vampire's blood, Mm. and then they had to get buried, and then they would become a vampire. And, like, I feel like I've seen other ones, too, where it's like... You can get bit by the vampire, become a vampire, but you won't be a real vampire until you bite somebody else and yeah, drink somebody else's until you blood. Feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think the Jim Carrey movie totally ripped this off. <laughs> this is funny too how she's like, Oh yeah, we have a date and he wants to go with her. I know. <laughs> it's weird. What's weird is, like, when he gets to that scene and Dracula shows up, he doesn't really, like, overly question, like, who the guy is. He just goes with it or whatever. Yeah. That's why I'm wondering if when he sees the picture at her apartment, if Maybe he, like, he knows, yeah. has some idea of who it is. Yeah, I didn't think of it. it's hard to think of all that stuff the first time you watch the movie because you don't really know, like, you know, that Van Helsing is going to come into it like this. That's a good-ass wig, though. You can't tell that at all. <laughs> yeah. I noticed, too, I mean, she kind of already was already, but her, uh, her, like, her skin starting to get pale already. Just after the first bite. Mm-hmm. It's funny, because, like, I forgot she was wearing a wig. Yeah. Well, she has to be, right? Because her hair was so short. Yeah. Her hair is, like, not even half that length. It's funny how he starts getting all obsessed, too. Yeah. I guess that comes down to the... uh, (laughs) That is funny. (laughs) Yeah. Dracula's in a horse-drawn carriage where there's, like, no driver. (laughs) He's all in love. Yeah. (laughs) He just talks directly to the horse. Yeah. Go get yourself something to eat. (laughs) Totally see there's a a string on the horse's nose, too. Really? Yeah, there was. I I noticed it just the first time as he pulled him along. That's funny. (laughs) <laughs> be back in an hour. <laughs> yeah. Horse just walks away. And you kind of hear, like, all these, like, crashes. Of course. And shit. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, like, uh, uh, the the guy Rosenberg, he orders an Uncola. <laughs> yeah, I thought I heard him say <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, is that, like, 7-Up or something? I have no idea. There was one of them clear drinks, I remember the TV commercials where they say, it's the Uncola. Yeah, I do remember that. Man, this is a fancy-ass restaurant. Look at that chandelier in the background. Oh, yeah. It's really nice. It's funny how he's like, don't touch the thorns. Yeah. 
Yeah, Dr. Rosenberg. This is the first time where he starts going through... It's going to be called Vladimir in this. <laughs> yeah. Going back to Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. That's funny. He's like, and I will call you Shrink. <laughs> yeah. We are in America. <laughs> Yeah, I was. I thought it was interesting how they were like so like homophobic in this movie. Yeah, they're kind of like it was interesting calling it that. out. Yeah, but like talking about it, like it was so like bad. And like the the little mirror trick there, which is in a lot of movies, but that was in Fright Night a couple years after this too. What? There's the mirror trick, like. Like, uh, just a cracked mirror, like, gets dropped. A cigarette lighter has a mirror in it. Or a cigarette case, I should say. Yeah, Rosenberg tries to give her a garlic necklace. It gets thrown into a, <laughs> a giant salad nearby. That's so gross. It was gross. Yeah, the mirror thing is in all the vampire stuff. Yeah. Does it always get cracked, though, in every movie? No, I mean, it's just, they just show how you can't see a vampire's reflection in the mirror. Yeah. But I was saying, it's just weird how, like, little parts of this movie showed up in movies that were, like, came yeah. out, like, exactly five years later. Yeah. Like, just kind of an homage kind of thing. Yeah. This part was funny. I yeah. was like, even I looked at it and I was like, that's not going to do anything. <laughs> Yeah, Rosenberg pulls out a star, David, to scare Dracula, which doesn't do anything. <laughs> Although I've seen in other vampire stuff that any kind of uh, religious symbol like that really? would work. Yeah. Like uh, one, one of the shows, too, that just recently ended, like... Was it in the show or it was based on a book? But, like, the vampire couldn't even say, like, the word God. Really? Yeah. They're having a guest appearance, guest star. I know. Of the house cat. Creature of the night. <laughs> As usual, I think he makes an appearance in every episode. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, here we have, like, the showdown between the stare them. stare down. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it literally is a stare down. I like how they did that lighting on George Hamilton's eyes. Yeah. I wonder why he doesn't fall for it, though. Like, why doesn't it work on him, I wonder? Yeah, I I think it's just because, like, he knows, like, the power or whatever. He's not susceptible to it. (laughs) Yeah. They're they're trying to put each other to sleep. (laughs) It's so funny though. The yeah. They're like, no, you are. No, you are. No, you no, are. <laughs> drowsier and drowsier. This kind of probably is the most Jim Carrey esque <laughs> moment of the movie. And she took her flowers. Yeah, she's left. <laughs> oh, and the waiter falls asleep. <laughs> the waiter comes. He he falls asleep though. <laughs> Here he comes. <laughs> He totally flies in as the bat and transforms. But, like, even, like, simple scenes like that, like, yeah. 
like, I don't know, I, I miss the simpleness of, like, old-time horror movies. Yeah. Now everything, you gotta watch somebody slowly unfurl and CGI on screen. Well, and it's like, you know, you see the bat coming there, and then you see his silhouette. It's like, it's obvious what's happening. Yeah. And now, it's like, I think they feel like people are too stupid to understand what's happening. Yeah. I always feel like if you were, like, making, like, a lower budget... <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a man in here, and he just Jedi's the Yeah, <laughs> pulls the sheet off the bed with his mind. <laughs> but, like, I always wonder why people would make lower budget movies, like, now, like, why they just don't use, like, the old tricks like that. Yeah. When, like... Like, because I remember, you know, obviously before, like, special effects were way different than they were now. Like, you pretty much either had to do something, like, for real on set... Or you had to find, like, a tricky way to shoot around it. He did it again. Yep. I found one <laughs> flying on the wire. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, I kind of miss that. Like, those simple, like, little magic tricks in movies and whatnot. Yeah. Now everything is just... Thanks. I know. I'm, I'm telling they, you. I'm they put you to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> the Jedi mind trick worked on you. That's it. Uh-oh. He heard a rooster crow. <laughs> Turns out the rooster oh, is actually Renfield. Cockatooing into the night to warn. He's trying to call him there. Yeah. I was like genuinely worried. I thought he was going to like get caught. Oh, this word's funny. Yeah. We can do a little quickie. No. No. <laughs> With you, a never a quickie. Always <laughs> a, a longie. <laughs> That cracked me up. This is kind of like this starts too <laughs> now, like where the, where every time he walks in and out of a door, like the door opens yeah, automatically and stuff. Yeah. I just love that kind of stuff. It's so cool. I know, like, and it just you know it doesn't require any like real like whatever. It just it just you see that there's like a magical power going on. Yeah, I really like this shot too. Like when he's running through the city, trying yeah. to get back in time to the hotel. He looks so awesome with the cave. I know. <laughs> Like, this part, for whatever reason, he just has his arm spread. <laughs> yeah. There you go. With the door. Yeah, yeah he looks so cool walking yeah. like that. <laughs> I'm Dracula. Move. <laughs> oh, he barely made it. Yep, right before the sun came up. <laughs> he flips off the sun. <laughs> That's what I thought when yeah. we were watching it the first time. I was like, did they, did he, is that what that was supposed to be? <laughs> yeah. This is a shot of the cops letting the guy in the backseat of the car handcuffed and smoking. I thought that was weird. It's <laughs> where Richard Benjamin goes to get the help of a police officer. And we get like a callback joke to the, the one guy who stole the TV out of the window. He's there. <laughs> It's funny because he's like putting on like a fake crying act about how he didn't know the other guys were going to do a crime and all that. (laughs) Richard Benjamin is kind of like a bleeding heart who convinces the cop to let the the kid like go, you know. I thought it was weird though because I was like, why is he talking like that? It's so strange that he just walks in. And he starts talking, and this guy believes him. The detective guy believes what he's saying and all that. I was like, what? I was like, does he have some kind of powers, too? Because he's a Van Helsing. (laughs) I mean, maybe. Like, (laughs) it's just like, I don't know. It's kind of funny. But it's just like, 
I don't know. It's like, I remember how movies were back then. And it was just like, people would just do like goofy, weird shit in movies back then for like no reason. Yeah. Like just him saying, I happen to be a doctor of psychiatry. And then yeah. all of a sudden he has all this credibility. Yeah. I think he's telling the truth. He he knows what he's done. He's, <laughs> he's sorry. And the cop's like, ah, bullshit, you know. <laughs> And he introduced himself, you know, call me, go to this clinic and stuff. <laughs> cop lets him go. And the the cop character, the lieutenant character, like, he's like a weird character in himself. Like, yeah. Like, he plays much more prominently, like, later in the movie. I wonder what the clinic is supposed to be, though, because he sends him to another doctor. Yeah. Probably just, like, some kind of juvenile psychiatry thing or something because <laughs> this guy's clearly a grown man but they play it like he's a little boy in this movie or something yeah which kind of makes it even funnier really <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I'm gonna bring all the cookies <laughs> <laughs> that kid. <laughs> what an intro to a scene. I know. Richard Benjamin's like really young in this movie too. It's weird. Like all these people. I mean, obviously I was a little kid back then, but all these people that I thought were like even older than whatever. I guess they weren't that old when this movie was made. See, like how the guys like I feel good. Like yeah, did he like? Do some kind of weird mind trick on him or something? I mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, he was, like, all, like, confused at first what the guy was talking about. But then he's like, oh, you know, we did something good, whatever. And then as Richard Benjamin tells him I need help with Dracula, he realizes, like, oh, this guy's full of shit. Get that kid, that rotten kid back <laughs> yeah. in here. Ooh. Yeah. He's all weirded out. Yeah. This is, like, a great police station, too. Like, every cop is, like, in their late 60s, early 70s, it seems like. Hmm? I can't. I don't know what you're saying. I have to pee. Oh. Go ahead. So Richard Benjamin gets pulled out of the police station. And, uh, basically we go into this whole, like, um... He's in disguise. He's in disguise as like a like a Pee Wee Herman like Shriner or whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever happened to those guys? They're still around. Well, I guess because they do show up at like parades and stuff. I just literally saw a commercial the other day for Shriner's Hospital. <coughs> so they're definitely still around doing all the charity work and stuff. And again, like, a great staple of uh, old movies or whatever. The bellhop uh, letting Richard Benjamin to his um, hotel room. Clearly a guy in his early 60s. Like, when was the last time you went some guy in his 60s took your luggage at a hotel? Richard Benjamin looks like he got some funky makeup in this movie, too. He's kind of made up, kind of all rosy cheek and shit. But it's all cunning ruse. To uh, break into the uh, the hotel room with Dracula. It's kind of funny too when he gets in here. Because like, I thought he was going to go in here and like try to stake Dracula. With a stake through the heart and all that. But he really goes in and um, you know, 
uh, he has like a suitcase, has like a thing of gasoline in it. He's gonna try to burn Dracula up, which I thought was a weird way, because I mean, well, not even burn Dracula up, but burn up Dracula's coffin with him in it, and it's kind of like, why would you, especially if you're a Van Helsing, it'd be different if you're just like a normal, nerdy ass guy who, you know, suddenly believed Dracula was alive, but I would think a descendant of Van Helsing would know the real way. To kill a vampire, you know what I'm saying? But no, tell me, he's really dressed like Pee Wee Herman. He just, except he has shorts on instead of like the long gray pants. But here he goes, lighting up uh, Dracula's um, coffin here. You get to see George Hamilton inside. The coffin's filled with smoke. It's a good reaction. And then Renfield, like, is in the next room sleeping with a big, like, plush, like, uh, tarantula. It's kind of weird. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty funny here. And then, like, you know, Renfield wakes up, see what's going on. He calls the the uh, front desk, says there's a fire. So everybody's going to burst in and put the fire out to save Dracula. It's a pretty good wacky scene here. They come up with the fire extinguisher. The, and these flames are going good, and... I don't know. This doesn't really look like a set either. It looks like they're really in an old hotel in New York. Yeah, I, I mean, if it was a set, it, it was pretty convincing. But um, I was just talking about them flames, man, were out of control in that hotel room. Oh, I know. <laughs> like, it really goes burning the place down. So Richard Benjamin gets taken off to the funny farm now. <laughs> It's so funny, like, seeing, I noticed that the guy, how he has, like, red hair. Yeah. It's interesting how that happened. Yeah. They took him, actually, to Bellevue, so he's a famous mental hospital there. Susan St. James visits him with a bunch of KFC, like, <laughs> like five, six boxes of KFC. Oh, my God. When I saw that, I was like, oh, with our current KFC situation. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I know. Like, I want to eat KFC, like, at least, like, twice a week. I know. I just can't get it. It's just too crowded. I always kind of thought it was weird how, like, she's supposed to be seeing Dracula, but then every time she sees this guy, she goes and she kisses him and stuff. I'm like, what is she doing? Well, it's like that thing of, like... They had, like, a non-committal relationship yeah. thing. It was, like, for whatever reason, they didn't. And it seems like he only realized, like, he cared about her once Dracula came to get her. Yeah. But it's, like, is, does she, like, who does she want? <laughs> I mean, look at the box of crayons. It was even the 64 back then. It's awesome. It's always been the 64 Crayola crayons. I had one of those. Yeah, it too. <laughs> Did yours have the little sharpener in it? Yeah. Yeah, my answer. <laughs> I had that same box for years. And eventually there was, like, a couple colors that I used a lot that got, like, you know... Yeah. Got real, like, low or yeah. ground up or whatever. I still have those crayons. I just don't have the box anymore. Yeah. I have them in a bag somewhere. <laughs> crayons are funny. Because it's, like, the way they smell... When they get a little warm in the summertime. But it only, it's like only Crayolas that smell like yeah. that. Like when you get those, like I remember like at the 99 cent store, they would have those crayons that were like mm. super waxy. Like, 
Yeah, when I those are weird. When I go to restaurants or whatever, yeah, like a macaroni. I think it was a macaroni grill. They give you the crayons and yeah. like the paper, and I would sit there and draw on the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's always those, or like if you went to Denny's or something yeah. as a kid, there was those wax ass crayons. But they started the places started getting real ones though, like they the did. real Crayolas. Yeah, yeah. They would just have the little four set of like the right, you know, main. Color. Yeah. I mean, how expensive can Crayola be? Like, when you go buy the big thing, it's only like four or five bucks. Dracula sucks. I like how they sped up the camera. <laughs> They're like, okay, it's taking too long. Yeah. Um, this is a fun little scene, too, where uh, Dracula and uh, Renfield, they go rob a blood bank. I swear he wasn't sitting in the front seat right now. <laughs> it was somebody else. Yeah, it probably was. Well, I mean, it was a stunt the way they yeah, were flying so. through there. Because yeah. it almost looked like it was like out of control, like they are going to flip the hearse. It looked like the driver was him, though. just didn't look like uh, George Hamilton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's funny how he's saying those words wrong. Yeah. Heist, heist, heist. <laughs> they're robbing the blood bank. It's funny how they're like knocking, like with their backs up. With their... <laughs> and I was, I was talking about during the hotel scene, how, like, every, like, service been in this movie is, like... You used to see this in movies, too. Like, they just let old-ass actors work forever back then. <laughs> like, the security guard here, another 65-year-old man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of miss that about show business. Like, now when you watch movies, everybody's, like, young. Yeah. Well, now security guard will have to be some young, dumb guy. Yeah. Who thinks he's a boss when he's not. <laughs> it's funny too that like the blood bank like they're closed but like the nurse is still there like she don't know they're closed like <laughs> I know she's letting them go in to try Here, to fill out these cards yeah, this is get normal some <laughs> and then he takes this like test tube of blood like they're just gonna have blood sitting out like this all the time <laughs> I kept it's waiting for him to do <laughs> do like a shot do it like a shot I know test tube I don't know that's what too I thought he was gonna drink it yeah <laughs> then they, then they uh, find all the blood. That's He's in so it. into it, but he's yeah. not drinking it. It's funny. It must not have been anything that was drinkable. Ugh, this part's so gross. Yeah, Renfield gets rid of the nurse by putting a mouse on her chest and starts like crawling down into her bra and shit. I can just imagine him laughing every time I see him. Yeah. <laughs> Here they found there's like hundreds of bags of blood in this fridge. Only in America. <laughs> Plastic disposable bodies. <laughs> it's funny. It's like a supermarket. <laughs> At the reception when you marry Miss Cindy. <laughs> mhm. How oh, that night they blew. So much backstory in this movie. Here's blood in your eye. <laughs> Fancy restaurants and movies back then always hit flaming dishes. Close your eyes and hope to die. <laughs> Because that's the mark of being super fancy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here, here he gives her a vampire pendant. Yeah, it's funny how it's like a super bat. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like so obvious. I was surprised by like how cheesy looking it was. Like the, I know. The rope part looks like it's like little plastic beads. It's supposed to be real, be real, yeah, pearls or something. It does look cheap, super <laughs> cheap. She's saying, "Oh, it must be so expensive." <laughs> Shh, it's 
supposed to be expensive jewelry. Well, she's under a vampire spell, so she don't know anything. <laughs> it looks shiny to her eyes. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, she's saying it. Hey, you ever uh, heard of this movie before we watched it? No. The title was really familiar, but I don't know if it's just because it's such a common saying. Or, yeah. Like, but I never, I never knew anything about this movie. Yeah. It's funny because it's, I mean, I guess I'm really just like, I mean, I'm only, I obviously only know what I know, but like I watch a lot of the modern vampire stuff, mm-hmm. but it's like, especially with you and like stuff that you expose me to, like there's a lot of stuff from a long time ago that I've never seen, like for somebody who loves vampire stuff a lot. So it's yeah. like, it's really cool to see like all these older movies. I like seeing them. And, like, obviously, like, the whole reason kind of George Hamilton wanted to do this is he liked the whole Bella Lugosi thing. So, like, I like that they, you know, they found a way to do the movie without, like, shitting on Dracula, you know what I mean? Yeah. They actually really, like, pay homage to it. Yeah. And, like, this, I says, do you think of me as special? Then how can you think? Think nothing of yourself. yourself. Oh, I'm so in love with you. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing is, like, he actually really does. He really is, like, in love with her. Yeah. I can arrange it so you never have to look in a mirror again. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome, the way he said that. I thought this was awesome, how Rosenberg just shows up in the restaurant and shoots him. Ugh. He thinks three silver bullets will kill Dracula. <laughs> he just laughs. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. It's like, he's not dead. It's <laughs> like, no, that's a werewolf. Yeah, nobody notices that he didn't die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny, just sitting there with giant bullet holes in his shirt. What did she do, just pass out? Yeah, because <laughs> the guy came in and shot the gun. It's funny. Cut straight to a little love scene. I thought the uh, relationship between them two... Was actually pretty good. Yeah. It it, ma- it made the movie entertaining because like, I feel like it would have been real easy to like not really, you know, making this type of movie not really concentrate on the relationship and not making it real. But like, you know, they really get into like, you know, his faults and his insecurities. Yeah. As being an old ass lonely Dracula <laughs> and her faults and insecurities being a, you know. Uh, alcohol and drug abusing model and whatnot. Yeah. Well, that was cool too on that part where like she find it like you finally get that like she's from the past like she was saying I see I see things in your eyes and he said like places yeah like they set up that connection between them too yeah. And he's like, ooh, because he's asking about Rosenberg. Yeah. He doesn't make me feel the way you make me feel. And his eyebrows were like, ooh. Yeah, that's kind of interesting to, you know, make him basically a love triangle between Dracula and Van Helsing. And <laughs> yeah. That is interesting because, like, you've never seen an interpretation like that of those three characters, you know? No. This part was funny. <laughs> Yeah, he likes that she's biting him. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. 
was where the uh, the cop he was reading in the newspaper about the blood bank being robbed. So he finally he realized that Rosenberg was telling the truth about Dracula, as crazy as it sounds. <laughs> Him in his padded room and it's all smoky. <laughs> yeah. I have to say, like, it's nice when you watch, like, a horror movie or something. When, uh, like, the cop or whoever, because, like, the, like, actually believes the people. Because it's, like, it's obvious when you, like, actually look at, like, what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was it's watching... like, what else could it possibly be? <laughs> yeah. Like, I was watching that, that movie the other day, Needful Things, the Stephen King uh, movie. And it was, like, the cop. Ed Harris, like, he realized, like, from what he was seeing, and, like, this kid told him that, like, the guy was, like, not a... He wasn't a man. He was a monster. Mm. Like, the guy, like, was a devil, and he was, like, running the shop and giving people their ultimate, like, <laughs> like possessions, but they had to do shit for him and stuff. Mm. And it was cool, because, like... Because, like, Ed Harris, he, like, he, he like, they, they had, like, murders and stuff, and then, like, this kid was trying to kill himself over it. So, like, he actually took it to heart, and, like, as crazy as it was, like, he started, like, believing it, you know, and, and like, <laughs> it's funny, yeah, when he falls over him, so it's, like... He fell in his face. <laughs> yeah, like, it just sucks when you're, like, watching movies, and, like, people don't believe shit that's so obvious until yeah, it's too like, late. Yeah, like, something's, like, crazy, super crazy stuff is happening, and they just still don't want to believe it. Yeah, I know. It's just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this hallway shit kind of gets... This is funny. She always oh answers God. the door with a white face on. <laughs> and the cop is so like, oh, this is so nasty. It's, what's funny, too, is that he's like, you've seen... She, she said, you've seen me wear this a million times. Yeah. Yeah, she's in love with Dracula now. Yep. Yep, a second set of bite marks. <laughs> yeah, it does look small. Prickly heat. Yeah. The cop says that could be prickly heat on her neck. I thought this is funny too that like they need to go get a search warrant. I know. It's like the cop doesn't want to get in trouble. Lose his pension. And then for him to say I know a friendly judge and she was like anything but. I know. She's mean. I'm registered at Bloomingdale's. Yeah like 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 that guy's gonna be buying them wedding <laughs> gifts when he's trying to save her life and becoming a vampire. Yeah, the judge like she don't want to get a search warrant. Bat bites. Bat bites. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, throw them out of the court for being crazy bastards. A vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Even he realizes what he's saying sounds crazy. <laughs> I know. And like the actor that plays the cop, like he's so like weird. This is weird how she said that to him. Yeah. Did you see Roots? It was like again, Roots comes up. Well, she calls him a honky. I'm just yeah. like, jeez. Yeah, everybody's getting caught. Voodoo, scary Dracula <laughs> shit. I don't know. I thought that part was weird. Yeah. <laughs> Every white asshole is called a honky. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how, like, they would always have, like, back in the day, they would always have black characters basically show up just to talk, like, jive words yeah. and stuff. 
I wonder, I wonder who that was, like, appealing to, to be honest with you. I mean, it's kind of like modern-day blackface, really. I mean, kind of, but it's just, they just like... just hired actual black people to act to like do that. It, yeah. <laughs> Instead of having white people paint their face. Well, there's always a thing in, like, movies, too, like, um... Like, National Lampoon's Vacation, where, like, you know, like, <laughs> nerdy-ass Chevy Chase, like, accidentally drives into the ghetto or whatever, and, mm-hmm. like, he asks the black guys for directions, and, like... Like, they're all, like, you know, fucking, like, robbing him and shit, and he doesn't even know it and stuff. Yeah. Because, you know, that's how black people are. <laughs> I mean, it's just, <laughs> I, I guess it was okay, but that's what I'm saying, though. Like, like when they put those, like, that's what I'm really wondering is, like, when they, when they put, when the white writers and directors put those scenes in movies, yeah. did they think the black people in the audience were going to like it, or did they think it was, like, supposed to be funny for the white people, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, I don't, I don't really know, I mean... I guess it was all like in the name of just humor, but yeah. I don't know who, I don't know who would be really laughing at it. To be yeah. honest with you, <laughs> like who's the audience for that? Because even Airplane had the thing where like the the two like super like jive black guys, they, and they and then like there's like the one old lady who speaks jive to them. Like I think she's like an old nun or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Renfield waiting in the closet with a broom. That's funny. Yeah. That's part of the rules. Yeah. Yeah, Renfield <laughs> says they are the good guys. Which it is kind of funny, like, this version <laughs> of the movie. Because it's like, you, you actually do like Dracula more than you like the guy who's trying to stop him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. I thought it was funny when he hits him with the broom bristles over the head. <laughs> He's like destroyed from getting poked in the stomach by that broom. <laughs> and he falls right on his face. Yeah. At least Renfield cleaned up the apartment or whatever. Yeah, that's why I, uh, I don't know. Usually my experience with any kind of vampire stuff is like I'm always rooting for the vampire, anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Rosenberg drugs her because the cop couldn't get a search warrant to go in, so it's basically Rosenberg has to take the law into his own hands. <laughs> Where did his gun go? He still has it. Because the guy didn't take it. Because <laughs> he's dead already. There's a lot of, like this little part of the movie, there's a lot of high, hallway hijinks. Kind of remind me a little bit of Private Resort. <laughs> of course, he's carrying her drug body, and there, there's like a million people in here. And there's like an old lady, I guess a priest guy or reverend. Looks like a TV repairman, flamboyant gay guy with a little dog, and then like an Italian mobster. Like such a <laughs> such a weird group of people to be in an elevator together. An Italian mobster. It is. It's funny. There's another thing with, like, everyone being weird about the gay guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the flamboyant gay guy, like, they say something about him, too. I forget what it is in the scene. Yeah. This was strange, too. Like, the the power goes out in the building, and, like, everybody starts, like, like wandering around all weird. <laughs> like, all horny or mad Like, or they've never seen that before. Yeah, like, the lights go out, and everybody... 
Like this lady comes out on the rollers and she's hooking up with the doorman. It's just weird. Oh yeah, this is awesome when the bat flies in with the airplane <laughs> tickets in his mouth. <laughs> it was cute. Yeah. <laughs> I always wonder how did they turn from the bat back in the Dracula and like have their clothes on? <laughs> what are how that works? It's magic. Shh. Is vampire <laughs> magic? Yeah, dude. Yeah, they're they're gonna get married and go to England, <laughs> relive the old days. So I guess she like totally knows that he's Dracula at this point. Her? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, he never like flat out said like I'll bite you and whatever, but he said you know you won't have to look in a mirror and all. Well, that. I think it's just that connection that they have. Yeah. She just immediately falls See, for him. Because like the way they like phrase this is like they totally like because they're stuck in this elevator. Rosenberg and her, and then all these stereotypes, and then like Dracula's like climbing down the. Uh, elevator shaft or whatever but it's like totally set up to make it look like dracula's the good guy well and like all of a sudden everybody wants to help him yeah because they all look at each other like oh yes we're all his henchmen (laughs) yeah this was weird yeah the, the cop is using a payphone he's like calling his kids i guess it's just because like there was always riots and shit in New York City <laughs> when there was blackouts back then. But I like how it just came out of the wall. Yeah, old lady came and stole the payphone off the wall. <laughs> so strange. Yeah. So the, the the group of stereotypes, they actually helped Susan St. James, you know, climb up through the top <laughs> of the elevator. The so group of stereotypes. <laughs> well, they were. So, uh, so Dracula could save her. <laughs> He starts climbing back up the rope. <laughs> Looks like they're on a harness or something. Can we go to my room and pack the bag? Of course. What floor? <laughs> yeah. It's finally the power gets going. <laughs> the mobster. Yeah, the mob. He's uh, such an Italian monster too. This guy. I think I think that he's just crazy or something. Yeah, I mean he is. He's got a trench coat on, but underneath he still does have the mental hospital <laughs> gown on and shit. And all of a sudden, the old lady's trying to hook him up on a date. <laughs> on his Jewish. Yeah. Date. Because <laughs> they found out he was a Jewish guy. <laughs> it's funny how like being Jewish was sometimes was something that was like uh, talked about a lot in movies back then. Like yeah. you really don't see characters saying like saying that anymore. Yeah. Here's the guy selling flashlights. I remember those little red flashlights so much. We always had them. Like, they're kind of crappy, too. Like, they never like, were that bright. Yeah, like, there's, like everybody's looting this this uh, apartment building. Like, somebody just went by with a bed that had a guy sleeping in it. Check out this TV camera, man. It's got, like, wood paneling on the side. It's pretty crazy. It's RCA, but don't tell anybody. Yeah, they tore off the A. It looks like it put a hole in the case, turned the A off. <laughs> she just put black tape over that shit. 
And Dracula with all the carrying all the bags and getting in the taxi. <laughs> Trying to warn everybody on TV, protect yourself from a bat. Here's the guy sitting in the Yeah, the the kid. The, they always, they always See do the you call at the back. clinic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, he totally stole the cars off the cops. Maybe it's his therapy. <laughs> Car. <laughs> So they they have this commandeer police uh, motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, it's always fun in these old movies. The the madcap chase at the end. Yeah. Always hijinks. I like this part. I thought it was cool. Oh yeah, this. When he takes control of the car. Yeah, the chase is awesome. <laughs> and like I totally don't know his name, but but this old guy is so like recognizable as the cabbie. <laughs> He's in a bunch of movies back then. He does look familiar. Yeah. I want to say he might even be the movie theater manager in uh, <laughs> Night of the Comet. I like how he's like, would you, do you want to help me drive if necessary? <laughs> yeah. He takes the car over. <laughs> Dracula's got some awesome powers in this movie. He does. It's awesome. They said expressway. Yeah, expressway. That's, that's, <laughs> I guess it's the East Coast thing. That's where I get it from. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody says highway in California. Freeway. Freeway. Highway. Route. Defy the laws of centrifugal force. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, even he started calling it master. Yeah. Whoa, car tricks. Yeah, so you get these crazy car tricks where the car flips How do over. Do that? It's like two wheel motion. I think it's some kind of plate they put on it mm. where like like the one side like it's like holding it from flipping all the way over. I'm talking to the car. <laughs> yeah. That seemed like it would hurt like 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 to be in the car when it goes back down on all four yeah. tires and shit. Now this is where they start getting off road, go off the expressway <laughs> here, start going in the grass and shit, going through the park. I guess that's a cool thing about New York, and they always do in New York movies, is you can always have chase scenes to those giant parks that are there. Yeah. I don't even think this is necessarily Central Park, but that's what it kind of reminds you of. He's keeping account of how much he owes him. Yeah. Yeah, Rosenberg says there's a good chance I love her. He still doesn't even know. Yeah, he's still. He's trying to be the good guy and save her and have a romantic, whatever, happy ending. He still doesn't. He's, a, he's <laughs> not even like Dracula loves her more than he does. Hello. This is funny, too, because like, everybody's just in the park at night having sex. <laughs> like, oof. Well, these people would never have an apartment to go to or even a ho- <laughs> cheap hotel room. <laughs> Having, Apparently not. Having, I guess it was just the old days. He just hooked up with somebody and had sex in a park. This is crazy too. Where the cab jumps, the cab literally ramps and jumps over a park bench where two people are sitting making out. <laughs> I like how he's just calm. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Oh, isn't that sweet? They didn't even stop. And then when, romantic. Put on some music. <laughs> yeah. And then when the. Uh, <laughs> the guys come through on the police copter. They just like run through a bench. They yeah. just drive straight through the bench. P 
People are still on the other bench making out. They don't even, like, recognize what's going on. I'm a stolen bike with a psychiatrist chasing a vampire. <laughs> yeah, tell him he's going to turn her, but there goes my pension. There goes my pension. <laughs> Such wacky shit. <laughs> I've been driving people to airport for 32 years this time I ever took a flight thanks a lot buddy like it's weird because like this this movie like the end part like it reminds me a lot of like all the chasing around and crazy shit that happened at the end of uh, My Demon Lover (laughs) this lady with the teeth at the counter like she's like so familiar to me too like so crazy how these people were like never big actors, but they always had like these little like tiny one scene parts in horror movies. Or not horror, but <laughs> comedy movies and stuff. My master will disintegrate. Yeah. And she's like, "What?" <laughs> Age before beauty falling. <laughs> so crazy because like the airport kind of like with them scales and shit it's exactly the same as it is now trans world <laughs> they go through on the elevator the luggage uh, conveyor belt <laughs> why does he react like that <laughs> yeah he acts this way because he acts what the in-flight movie for the flights coming in she says in cold blood yeah, it, it seems like he doesn't like it. Yeah, it seems like he'd want to watch that. Yeah. Oh, maybe because it's cold blood. Yeah. And <laughs> that's not what he wants. It has to be body temperature. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were trying to get off on a different plane than originally going to take to get off quicker, but they missed it. Now she's unsure about letting him <laughs> do the third bite. You're a great dancer. <laughs> you go through doors great. <laughs> I just don't know what to do. You have to tell me what to do. <laughs> I like, too, that he has her... He lets her decide. Like, he yeah. doesn't force her. Yeah. Because he wants her to, you know, willingly pick him. Yeah. Because, like, how he says, in a world without romance, it's better to be dead. <laughs> and then Rosenberg's, like, yelling... I think I love you, and then finally he's like, oh, of course I love you, I think, so I feel like that's, like, the thing you push her over, because she realized Rosenberg doesn't really love her, and Dracula, like, completely really is in love with her. Yeah. Great classic cape goes over, yeah, and does a bite. I like this, too. Yeah, he finally realizes he's got to do a wooden stake to the heart. There it goes. Yeah, he goes to stab him, but it's just an empty cape. That's classic, too. They disappeared. When you look up and the movie ends, they're both bats flying away. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. A check, he, a check falls down. He gets it. She paid me everything, <laughs> so she paid him back for all the therapy she owed him. But she learned something. <laughs> yeah. She's a responsible person, or whatever. 
Now they're going to argue over the cape. Yeah. Fight over the cape. What did he have? He's Dracula. <laughs> What's the accent? You were a nerdy psychologist. <laughs> yeah, the cape made the man. <laughs> I like when he starts posing with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's <That's> funny. <laughs> like, you hate Dracula so much, but now you want his cape. After he stole your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty good, too, as Dracula. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. And then the cop is like, oh, I have an anniversary. <laughs> if I came in wearing that cape, drive my wife up the wall. <laughs> Can I borrow it for just one night? This is like the bizarre, most bizarre ending for these two characters. <laughs> He's like, uh, all right. <laughs> Like, they both, like, sacrificed everything to stop Dracula, and then when they couldn't stop him, they're still happy. <laughs> and they're like, ah, oh, well, they got away. <laughs> yeah. Because at the end, he didn't really care. Now nah, the they're flying away, too. Yeah, now the bats are flying away. <laughs> and, like, just finally, like, where they did, like, a real special effect with the bats, yeah. like, with the green screen or whatever. And only if by night. Yeah, she's like, it's okay, I can never really get my shit together by seven anyway. <laughs> so yeah, that's the ending. It comes out with a happy ending. <laughs> everybody's happy. Everybody, yeah, every, actually everybody's happy. Uh, cameo appearances. Yeah, it was kind of interesting too, I was reading the other day. Um, I can't believe, like, you know, for what this movie cost to make and the amount of money it made back and stuff, like, I'm kind of surprised they didn't try to do a sequel, because there's, like, a lot of sequels in the 70s and 80s and shit. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised they didn't try to do a sequel then, but I thought it was interesting, um, I was reading, um, he wanted to do a sequel when Twilight came out, because, like, he got excited, like, he saw the movie or whatever. Really? And, yeah. What the heck? Yeah, he wanted to do a sequel when Twilight came out because he felt like um, the Twilight books had introduced like the vampire legend, like a whole new generation yeah. of girls or whatever. And I don't know if they like they went as far as to um, like write a full script or whatever, but he had a story idea. And basically, what he wanted the idea, George Hamilton, what he wanted the idea to be, it would be like you know, cut to like modern day, and him and Susan St. James had kids. Mm. And that his son would be getting married. That's funny. And that the that yeah that the story would basically be like from the viewpoint of the girl like marrying into the Dracula family, <laughs> like what it would be like. So like yeah, he got all excited and like tried gay to, in elevator. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like TV repairman, priest, mobster. Yeah, the gay in the elevator. <laughs> like that's funny. Clearly a different time, but yeah, like he had a whole story worked out or whatever, and I don't know. You know, I would just assume by that point in time, just George Hamilton wasn't, you know, popular anymore to, to get a, a movie financed or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, like, he was really, like, he was really all about Twilight. And That's funny. Thought it was great that, like, you know, it, it just brought the whole vampire <laughs> thing to, uh, you know, a new generation. That'd be interesting to see. Yeah. At very least, even now, they can make it as, like, a Netflix movie or something. No, 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 no Netflix movie. <laughs> Better than nothing. No, no, no. I don't agree with that. 
It should go to a real studio of some sort. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I think to make it work, you gotta have George Hamilton come back as Dracula. But how would they do that if he's older now? Yeah, I mean, just he's just super old Dracula. But Dracula doesn't age. George Hamilton doesn't look that like, <laughs> old. He doesn't look the way he does in this movie. <laughs> uh, but you know. <laughs> But anyway, that was love at first bite. So, what did you uh, what did you think of this movie? Like, I was kind of like at first because I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just kind of watching everything, like not confused, but just kind of like, what is this movie? Like, yeah, <laughs> like the first time you see it, yeah, like because this is my first time since you know the kid as a kid. I only remember like really tiny bits and pieces of it when I was a kid. But, um, yeah, like, when watching it again, I would say for me, like, the thing I like the most about it is, like, even though it was a comedy and stuff, and it did have, like, a lot of funny parts, is, like, still how legit true to the Dracula story it was, and, like, how... Yeah, I liked how it was still, like, serious about yeah. it. Yeah, I liked how, like, actually cool of a Dracula he was, yeah. you know? It wasn't really, like... A straight up spoof of Dracula, like they nah. really tried to make it like, oh, this is the real Dracula character. And yeah, like, this is what happened to him. <laughs> yeah, going with the real story and everything. Yeah. So anyway, that's it. Thanks for joining us once again. Happy Valentine's Day. I guess a quick tip out there, so you guys don't get confused when you try to take your sweethearts to the movies this weekend. <laughs> Um, they have, even though it's been in theaters for a week, they have changed the name of Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous <laughs> Emancipation of Harley Quinn. Uh, so we of go, one Harley Of Quinn. one Harley Quinn, that's right. Now it's literally, the name of the movie is now titled Harley Quinn, then like whatever, semicolon Birds of Prey. Really? So that's that's the new title. And they try to say, oh, we didn't really change it. That's just for ticket websites. And I'm like, well, know. it didn't say that the first week that the movie was out. So, yeah. And now it does. So that's the real title. Warner Brothers has done that shit before, too. When Edge of Tomorrow came on video, it became Live, Die, Repeat or whatever. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's just when you go up to the ticket booth, tell them you want Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Because if you tell them you want a ticket for Birds of Prey... The fantabulous answer. They're not going to know what the fuck you're talking about. You got to be Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed revisiting Love at First Bite. It was a real, a true blast from the past for me. I'm glad you got a kick out of it, <laughs> being, being a vampire Dracula fan. So yes. everybody have a great love day. Have a great February. And we'll catch you next time in the movie graveyard.